0: In this podcast, we'll discuss inflation. Inflation affects individuals or households as well as businesses or companies, and of course it affects government too. Inflation's main problem is that it causes uncertainty. It makes expenditure planning, or budgeting if you prefer, a lot more difficult. So let's begin by discussing sources of inflation. What causes inflation? There are broadly speaking three types of inflation or three factors that lead to inflation. Either one of them or two or, or even more or three. The first type of inflation is caused by what is called cost push, meaning cost of production of goods and services rises. So it's called cost push push inflation. Demand-driven inflation is a second type of inflation that is where for some or other reason households or companies go into some kind of expenditure exuberance and demand suddenly rises well ahead of what the economy can produce. The third source of inflation and that often applies primarily to open economies is Inflation that comes from foreign exchange, the value of the currency declines dramatically, cost of import goes up and leads to inflation. So those are the three sources of inflation. From a social point of view, apart from causing uncertainty in household as well as company budgeting, inflation, if it continues, if it goes for year after year after year, it will lead to social strife because rest assured inflation will widen the gap between the poor and the rich. The poor will get poorer and the rich will get richer and that immediately leads to social political issues. Importantly the working class suffers the most. The retired people, the poor are already suffering from Um, low income, uncertain income, volatile income, and when inflation comes in, it eats into their purchasing power. So they literally feel year after year poorer. So inflation ultimately is not good for the poor, is not good for stability within the society. Of course, inflation affects government too, it makes government budgeting, both on the revenue and on the expenditure side, a lot more complex. Working out details of the effect of inflation on government budgeting is very, very complex, but it's important for us to note. Finally, inflation, if it's not checked, if it's not effectively controlled, it has its tendency to self-perpetuate. It's because after a year or two or three of inflation, Economic agents, meaning you and I, companies, and all those who are in charge of planning for the next year or two, they start anticipating inflation. For example, they say, well, let's assume inflation will be 6 or 7 or 10 percent. Guess what? When people begin to plan for inflation, inflation does become a self fulfilling prophecy. This is called inflationary expectations and that is a very important element of inflation control dynamics in this case monetary authority meaning reserve banks globally have to take preemptive actions in anticipation of nipping in the bud all the expectations of inflation or what is called inflationary expectations Monetary policy worldwide has to combat this. The only way that they can do is have a very tight monetary policy. When they see inflation is beginning to take root, monetary policy becomes a bit tighter than it needs to be. So the Reserve Bank ends up raising interest rates a little bit more than and a little bit sooner than technically they need because they have to take note of inflationary expectations. To summarize therefore, inflation is a complex economic indicator. When it exceeds 2 or 3%, it begins to take a life of its own. Ironically, at low levels of inflation, let's say at around 2% or so, inflation could have positive effect on the overall economy too. Inflation is not all bad for the economy, but Inflation at high levels and sustained high levels is where the problem becomes at two levels as I discussed.